Welcome to episode 188 of Chew on This, a Nerds United podcast. I'm BJ. Vic. So we're here today with somebody we've been trying to get on for probably a year and a half now. <laughs> we would have been the first podcast and first anything you guys ever had, because I talked to your social media long before you guys it ever It was one of the first. Announced. Yeah, <laughs> one of the very first. And we, we, well, we didn't ruin it. The LA Fires ruined it. That's right. Uh, but our guest today, we have two guests, actually. A surprise special guest, too. Bonus. Bonus guest. Um, <laughs> we got Brian Vogueweiss, who created uh, uh, The Toys Made Us, and we got Billy of Billy Galaxy, uh, his giant, huge, vintage toy store we just made yesterday. It's actually on your tiny. Panel. It's actually tiny. <laughs> it's tiny, but in its tininess has more and better stuff than like a, a store. So tiny, so giant. 800% bigger. Right? This yeah. is how I always describe it. You should have me. I'm like your hype man. Yeah, that's right. Um, that's right. Brian knows how to sell stuff. Do a commercial. You know? And the cool thing about me and Billy is I was going to his store before I knew him. Yeah. So I have my pre- Friendship with Billy po- and post-friendship right. with Billy. So it's genuine. Yes. <laughs> it's like a museum where you can buy stuff. Yeah. Like that's, that's, awesome. that's how – and that was my thought when I was in there the first time. That's, that's, that's my favorite toys, kind of place. That's, a, <laughs> yeah. that's the best kind of toy store when you're just walking in and you're just gawking at all the great stuff that yes. happens there. That's exactly what it's like. It's <laughs> yeah, tiny, I, though. I think but, that is a huge compliment coming from Brian because he goes to toy stores all over the country. Yes. Yes, and it's still, it was one of the first stores like that I ever went to. And you know how in life, like when you do something like that, you're like, oh, but then you're like, oh, man, just because it was my first, now I've been to better and better and better. <laughs> I've now been to dozens since, right. and no one better than, than Bill. It's my favorite thing to do. It's like we do a lot of stand-up comedy shows, as you may know yeah, or yeah, may not yep. know. I never know who knows what. Uh, I literally, in my comedy world, people are like, toy show? And then very often in the toy world, people are like, oh, I saw your name on a comedy special. How random. It is. <laughs> but but, but I, I try, even before we knew each other, I would try to get artists to shoot in Portland as an excuse to go to Billy's store. Nice. And That's great. it's also worth mentioning, uh, Billy is in on-screen talent uh, and also was a, very involved with the research in that phase of season right. three. And again, for anyone listening, there is a season three. It did not go away. It just takes a long time to make these things. So Billy was very involved also with season three. So awesome. you, you were like one of the main researchers, I guess, for a lot of the toys? I don't think I was a main researcher, but as a you know spiritual advisor. <laughs> no, he, he was not a main researcher because there was a lot of main researchers, but he was definitely a huge researcher in terms of finding stuff for us, like first shots and prototypes oh, out right, in the field. Right. And he came down to Burbank, and he's on camera. So, awesome. Billy, I just got to ask you, there's not a lot of people who were into these toys when I was growing up. Was it? Uh, did, do you have any Bionic 6 toys? Ooh. I do. Of course I have Bionic 6 toys. <laughs> <laughs> not a lot of... That's a... That's, a, that's uh, pretty kind of a, a little bit obscure. Yeah, I remember growing up with those toys, and they were like full metal. As yeah, you know, fluffy, like, like gorilla. Like he weighs like, you know, a pound. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. The, the, bodies, were the metal, bodies were metal. But like the Bionic parts had these like cheap plastic. And in, in the commercials, and, and me being a kid, in the commercials, it always looked like the... The, the parts glowed like they did in the cartoon, but they never had they never, that disclaimer did, yeah. that said parts didn't glow. So when I popped it open the box, You're all I'm like, where's the button to get this to light up? It never lit up. Yeah, when I was a kid, they had Manglors, and they advertised that you could rip them apart. Uh-huh. But they would stick back together. And, you know, they were these amazing, like, fantasy creatures. Right, and I went right. and bought one and immediately brought it home and tore it apart. 
and they definitely did not stick back. <laughs> very one of the most disappointing toy experiences of my childhood. Oh my I think I might be able to beat that off of a uh, made-for-TV product. There was this thing like this was the guy with the glasses with the the sweater that was always on in the, like the nineties. And he was selling this cleaning stuff called Hashipur 1000 or something, or 9000. And it was like this magic, this is so far off topic. Where was this? This was, on, this was like one of those late. For, Sounds like, regional. Like Tuesday or Wednesday night. Is this night. Albany? <laughs> East Coasting, maybe. Um, this was, I saw this in New Jersey, but it was like at the infomercials at 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning. And one of the Sucker. tests he did was put paint in his hand and then pour this tube. Shit and clean his hand off. Yeah, no, no offense, man. That's, that, that's all Jersey. It might be. That's Jersey. We, we, had, we had Crazy Eddie. Ginsu, uh, we had Crazy Eddie. I know. I know. We, we, you guys took our stuff. We, we did not take your, your paint in the hand guy. Uh, no, anyway, no offense. Long story no short, offense. it did not remove the paint off my hand. And my hand, my hand ironically, I'm Asian, was yellow. It was the paint that I used, and my hand was yellow. So it could not have been any worse. It was a racist product. Yeah. <laughs> There's still specs I just on chose the wrong paint. <laughs> Do you remember Goo Gone? And yep. now I'm really going off topic. No, it's on the no, same. It's on the same topic of me going off topic. Well, that's interesting because I, I, I had I exactly I haven't thought of this in 35 years. And I brought it up with the hashtag. Well, no, board. well, yeah, exactly. I I I was like a Goo Gone. Can I curse? Yeah, yeah, uh, absolutely. I was like a Goo Gone fucking expert, <laughs> but the product didn't, and it might work for our crazy business. By the way, I don't use it. By the way, just, just to slam Billy Galaxy or not Billy Galaxy, Brian Stillman. I don't know if anyone knows Brian Stillman. Brian did um, Plastic Galaxy, yeah, and he used the Holder. Yes, great documentary about Star Wars toys. I always say the per- if you're a, a, a Star Wars toy lover, our first episode, which Brian worked on. Uh, and his doc, uh, Plastic Galaxy, is the perfect Pete. Like, them together is perfect. But he introduced me, and this, I swear to God, is a, a, a joke. Like, do you remember when we were kids, if you got gum in your hair, they were like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh just use peanut, peanut butter. butter. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then you would have peanut butter and gum in your hair. <laughs> I swear, Brian's fucking with me. He's like, oh, you know what you got to use? You got to use um, museum uh, goo, or it's it's this thing. Right. It's a clear thing. Is this what happened to your hair? Hey, <laughs> that was the peanut butter. That was the peanut butter. Um, it's a, it's this clear goo that is supposed to not hurt anything of your toys or anything, right. but it's supposed to hold them up because my figures kept falling over. Oh, museum uh, wax, museum wax, museum wax. Right, right. <clears throat> this this does not work. Like it doesn't. And I literally just to. Because I think he's fucking with me. And if he's not, I, this is a dick move on my part. <laughs> when I come home and my shit's falling over uh, for the 3,000th fucking time. Oh, yeah, you get so Every obsessed. time. Every time I take a picture and text it to, to Brian. <laughs> to the point where he doesn't even comment anymore. But I'm like. It's a whole gallery of these photos and, of your figures Yeah. And it's not like the giant whatever that robot's name is from Rogue One. Like, yeah. I have. The little micro machine skiff from Star Wars with with the with the the white with the no 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 the green one the green one green one and 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 it has a little Luke Skywalker that's a quarter of an inch tall must weigh a billionth of a pound and it just it's just not designed well it falls over sorry sorry Kenner Hasbro Uh, it's just not designed very well so I took I took a little bit of this museum whack. 
still falls over every like I feel three like days. if you just picked your nose, it probably might be better than that. Yeah, and we definitely, but that right. could damage the toy. That, <laughs> that could damage true. the toy. But it's organic. My boogers, boogers are very not <laughs> it's organic. toy friendly. Very toxic. Yeah. <laughs> this is breaking news here on this podcast. <laughs> Bookwise, bad boogers. That's it. <laughs> yeah, not good. Well, you guys right. both talked about power. Well, the, the panel yesterday, let's just talk about that, was yeah. about uh, the power of the force, the steroid error in... It's like the baseball error that that one. This is the Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa era of Star Wars uh, <laughs> figures. So, what was your favorite figures in that in, in, in that, that particular line? Yeah, or vehicle in Power of the Force Two? Either one. I loved them all. Like, if we're all... talking Power of the Force Two, I was just excited when they came out. Yeah, like, me too. On the podcast, if there yeah. was Star Wars product available, but I was quickly overwhelmed with disappointment. When you, you saw know, the figures, after I spent time with them, and but there wasn't like, one that stuck suck. out like I got to have that one. I had to have all of them, <laughs> and, and I, 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 as I said yesterday on the show, like I, did, I found out like ten years later, people didn't like them. I was like so <laughs> overwhelmed with joy that they were being made at all. Right. Um, I was, I, I, I literally couldn't believe it. Going back to Toys R Us and being able to see Star Wars stuff on the shelf. I was like, ah, it's a little odd, uh, like the the the, the six backs and right. the it was a little strange, but I, I was thrilled. But as I kept joking about yesterday, and this is sort of why I was joking about it so much, as a kid, the six packs and the bizarre sculpts never bothered me, but the bizarre weapons bothered me. Yeah, and I remember huge. Yeah, I remember being like whatever in high school when they came out. For me, just being like, I don't get it. In the seventies, the guns looked right. And in the late 90s, you can't get the guns right? Like, yeah. I, that I remember. But right. the six-packs, the, the Leia gorilla head or whatever, that never bothered me. It was we were, weird. We were actually just talking about your panel because we recorded last night, too, and we were just reviewing your panel, and I, I said it was really interesting because you had mentioned on the show, uh, on the panel, that Power of the Force is when you started getting really into collecting, and that's yeah. when I started getting into collecting, too. And I was in the same boat as you, Thinking I didn't have a problem with the six pack or the muscles because I was already playing with He Man, you know, Ninja. Which Turtle. I wasn't. Yeah, I was, I was never into He Man. Roided up people and the 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 weapons actually reminded me of like uh, like the X Men, like Cable's like Cable and his guns and that kind of a thing. I was like, this is weird, but I just accepted it because that's what I grew up with. Um, at that point in time to collecting, so I had like a real connection. Well, with, with do you, you mind if I ask how old are you? I'm forty. All right, so I mean, I'm I'm almost three years older. I'll be three. I'll be forty three next week. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, so I mean, we're almost the same age. But I mean, I wasn't playing with toys at that age. Like I mean, right. I think uh, if I remember everything I was correctly, yeah. I I was in uh, mid. I was in like junior year of high school yep. when it started coming out. So I was still buying them, but I wasn't like pew 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 pew. <laughs> but I remember the first true thing I bought as to like to collect to like ah I need that on my shelf uh was an ATST but it was the vintage one which ironically it's so funny though you say vintage now it's like 30 years ago but for me in college vintage was like 15 it was like 15, 15 years, years old so right. it's just so well, funny yeah, I mean more time has passed well yeah I mean those Power of the Force 2 toys being launched then between the original figures being oh, launched and now it is. Interesting. Right. Yeah. 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 Good, good point. point. I did not think of that. Well, what, was your, what was your first thing of... Of Power of Force 2? No, no, of, of just starting your collection. You had mentioned it on the panel. I the, just wanted... My, literally, my very first memory in life is buying a Star Wars figure. Mm-hmm. And it was Walrus Man. 
<laughs> and I went to the store where they had stuff and saw those on the shelf. And I was generally a pretty well-behaved kid, but I grabbed that thing and just held it to my chest so tightly that nobody could get it away from me without ripping apart the package. Yeah, yeah. So they had to carry me up to the counter, like, clutching this thing. And you were that kid. Like, just <laughs> only that one time, man. I saw Walrus Man, and I was like, I need that. Like, yeah. It was the opposite, man. My dad, we, I never forget this. I was, like, six or seven years old before Empire. And uh, he goes, to, we go to Toys R Us, and he filled that cart with every figure that they had. Because back then, they had everything, thousands of figures. Piled that cart with every figure, every vehicle, everything. I was so lucky at that time. But then they gave it all away like a few years later when right. I got older. So you're talking Empire. So yeah. I'm just curious. Am I the oldest person here? Well, I had I had Star Wars toys. I mean, I'm, I turned 46 in a couple of weeks. Yeah, but I had I had actual okay, four. Good. I was four years old, <laughs> five years old when the actual the the first eight or ten or whatever came out. 12. I had all those. It, it, Twelve. But an interesting thing I've always found so fascinating, and we just hit it on the head right here, like. I'm three years older than you. You're three years older than me, and I'm not sure how old you are. Forty-four. All right, so you're a little old. You're one year. Like each one year, it makes so a, like it makes a difference. the three it's years difference. between you and me, I have like I have memory of Star Wars toys, but I have no memory of seeing Empire Strikes Back or A New Hope in the theaters. And my strongest toy-related memory, and I would say other than stuff with my wife or kids. One of the greatest moments of my entire life was being at a KB, which I think you had in Jersey. Oh, yep. yeah. Um, there, there, there was, I mean, literally, and I'm sure my memory is, is messing with my head, but from my point of view, the entire right wall of the store was Star Wars yes. toys for Return of the Jedi. Yep. And my mom started on the side furthest in to the store. I started on the side closest to the entrance of the store. You just picked one at a time. Can you guess what I was looking for, Billy? Oh, oh, oh. Flicks? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get to that in a minute. Jedi Luke. Jedi Luke. Jedi Luke. Yep. And I, I mean, truly, other than children and marriage and wife, uh, and I'm not just saying that to be cliched. I really mean this. Um, my mom, I'll never forget... Like just like, and we're getting closer and closer and closer. Still not finding it. And I'll never forget my mom being like, "This is it, right?" I mean, just like, truly one of the best moments uh, of my life. They've yeah. kind of taken that away. I mean, with all this like online stuff now, it's right. just too There's easy. No, to get. the thrill of the hunt is more of clicking a button sometimes now than actually going to four or five stores. Yeah. Um, now with Toys R Us gone, I just have Target, Walmart, and a few toy store, local toys. But they're all spread too. out. Like he was saying, like you got them all in a row, right? Like all right. next to each other. <laughs> it it was an go, entire boom, boom, wall. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> it was an entire wall. Now, talking about what you mentioned. Talking about what you mentioned about the pocket. Like so your current, setup, your current situation. You, oh yeah, you could go yeah, from yeah, one yeah. Store to the next. Oh you know? yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I literally walk. It's, it's about 1.8 miles because I, again, part of it is also keeping my, my rings and my steps for my Apple Watch, <laughs> but, uh, which I'm obsessed with. Um, but, yeah, it's about 1.8 miles. So uh, Walgreens, I, if they had a Walgreens, then you'd be set. But can I ask you guys something? Let me ask This is a perfect place to, to put this thought out loud. Is it true? Like, I see on Instagram other people like, Walgreens. Like, I've never gone into a Walgreens and seen anything. They, I just, they had, like, two variants. I they just, had two exclusives. I just went into a Walgreens down the street here, and they had the Obi-Wan uh, Spirit. They did? Black Series. Oh, no, I don't mean that. I mean, they just announced the one that it's, like, half Clone Wars, half New Hope outfit. Have you oh, seen it? Not it's gorgeous. Yeah, it's, but they're saying it's a, a Walgreens bit. exclusive. Yeah, there was and, a Vader one, too. There was a Vader uh, Lightning. Oh, like, 
Yeah, like, right. Invader, that for, uh, right. That was a terrible figure, though. But I have yet to need a figure. Like I, I like if I really had the time and energy to do this, I would be like, you know what? I am not buying this anywhere but a Walgreens <laughs> and seeing it because I'm sure I'll get it on Amazon or eBay. Right. Uh, yeah. General Veers was there. That was a good figure. Um, I love how Rich else? went crazy oh. yesterday about General Veers. <laughs> yeah. I didn't want to correct him, but there is there, there, there is a vintage General Veers that was only released in Canada. And I love that I know Oh, no, really? I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, I actually uh, knew that. I think yeah. JCPenney's now, now Tarkin onto a card. And Tarkin, it actually has the pill uh, that oh, says wow. Veers. So Tarkin was only the first time Tarkin came out was the Power of the Force line, correct? Power or was that too, a, yeah. That's okay. That's what I thought. Because I remember, up, but I, I still have the he, he figure, and it says first time. It says first time, or you know they, that they made it, or what? Some sticker on it, or whatever. It says first time ever put out. They should release one where he's just wearing his socks, like how he was filming. <laughs> <laughs> how he was filming the episode was no, just it was slippers. Was oh, slippers. slippers. I thought slippers. it was socks. Oh, wait, uh, what's his name? Remember. Pacino does that too. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it's so funny. There's a lot of shots you can find online of Pacino, like in Heat, but like wearing slippers. And uh, <laughs> well, that was Brando because Brando wouldn't wear pants, so they always filmed up here. I thought it was I, that. that always, anytime I hear that, it reminds me of. Do you guys ever watch Night Court? Long time ago, yeah. Was so a while ago. that's showing, that's showing age too. But the the judge Harry, oh, he always wore. That's right. Yeah. He always wore like character, yeah. the top of it, <laughs> yeah. the yeah. very top, and then he wore like boxer <laughs> shorts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, okay, so I just had a, a couple. Quick, I mean, we're just going all over the place, which is great. Actually, it's more fun to do it that way. But uh, just really quickly, how did the show kind of manifest? Like, what did you want? Why did you want to do a show about toys? Well, uh, just to do a shout out, uh, there's a great, well, that's very egotistical. Uh, remove, <laughs> remove the word great. There's a Den of Geek uh, op ed. I'm very proud of this. Right. It's my first op ed uh, that came out, I believe, this week. Or, I don't know. It already came out. We posted it already. Oh, great. Yeah, Thank yeah, you yeah. for that. Um, but I go, I go into great detail of, of what happened. But for any one of the other 300 million Americans who haven't read it. Um, <laughs> the <bas> short version. <laughs> basically, a uh, long time ago. Uh, no. So, I mean, long story short, I, uh, I love toys. I've always loved toys. And I created the show uh, basically because I was in a Barnes and Noble or uh, a Borders Books. Got to get the details consistent. Right, right, right. Yeah, it was a Borders, Borders Books. Uh, and R.I.P. For some reason, I was—I don't even remember why. I was like—I wanted to learn more about the history of toys, and there was nothing in the store about the history of anything uh, toy-related other than Star Wars. And I—I uh, I noticed again for random reasons. There was like a dozen books about the War of eighteen twelve. I feel rude <laughs> turning my back to you. No, no you're fine. Uh, I'm but I don't to want you. to keep moving the no, mic you're around. Good. You're good. Um, so that was the inspiration. I'm like, and again, no disrespect to to anyone who served in that wonderful war. Uh, but I don't um, think they're alive anymore. No, they they they, they 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 long gone. That's the one where we, we lost all his bases. We, lo we lost the White House uh, <laughs> there during that one, and that's that's the one where Andrew Jackson. Uh, won a massive battle at New Orleans, I believe, two months after the war ended. Uh, communication was – they didn't have 5G uh, in 1812. <laughs> but anyway, um, so I, know, I was like, how are there 12 books about the War of 1812? And again, no disrespect to anybody or anything, but no one really cares about that, just to put it out there. <laughs> and everybody – like people Pop that culture. never watched Transformers or G.I. Joe – 
knew the name Optimus Prime. They knew the name Snake Eyes or, or Cobra Commander or Destro or whatever. So how could there be no books about it? So that was the ah, eureka uh, moment of I got to do this. So I tried selling it for five years. And it was actually, I think, more than five years. But the best documentation I can come up with is five years. Enough to know that Borders was still around. Yes. They were, That's they were, yeah, they were, they were, they were, you know, it was already like, uh, maybe this Amazon thing might work. Like it was already in that, that yeah. shadow of, of what was to come. So uh, very, so I, I came very close to selling it at History Channel, very close to selling it at Nat Geo. Uh, both times it failed, um, which, which, I'm sure it was for the best. Sorry, sorry, guys. The two people who would have bought it are gone and work elsewhere now, so I don't feel as bad. But <laughs> basically, of the real, real lucky break in my other life, uh, I'm a big producer of stand-up comedy, yep. and there was uh, at Netflix, uh, there was a guy named Devin Griffin who one of his jobs was to acquire stand-up specials uh, that had been made elsewhere. So like at a Comedy Central or a Showtime, and it's called a relicense. Mm-hmm. So I did tons of business with this guy. He and I really clicked, by the way, Chicago native. Um, nice. And uh, he, uh, great, great, luckiest break, one of the luckiest breaks of my entire career, he was asked by the head of Netflix to start uh, what is in Hollywood called unscripted programming, unscripted, right? and in the rest of the world is called reality it's TV. It's expensive. Uh, so he started it and basically the pro- producers are typecast. So I was always the comedy producer. Like, so, <laughs> so that's why I'd had a lot of trouble, trouble. selling the show. Yeah. Even the stuff I had done for history channel was all comedic based. <laughs> like, this isn't funny. <laughs> yeah. So, well, it turned out, I think to be a little funny. Is, and I think a lot of the show, the reason it has become perceived as successful is because we added comedy, comedy and didn't it. treat it like a, a dry history lesson. But that being said, um, he had been to my house a few times, and he had seen my toy collection. So when I was calling him about my what what became known internally at Netflix as uh, Brian's Toy Show, literally there would be. I heard about this later. There would be staff meetings, and they would be like, "Oh, Brian's on my call sheet," uh, and they're like, "Oh." I hope he's not calling about his that toy thing. <laughs> I mean that was I mean that went on for six months at least. By the way, oh my god, um, that's the only thing. As I tell these stories about how it all came to be, Netflix is like, nah, I mean, just don't talk so much about how long it took. Like, eh. It's not it's not about you. That's about me. You know, like right, right. Why, why would you have done the show? But they did, and that's they. So cool. The advice that Devin, or not the advice, the guidance Devin gave me was, um, which to me is one of the coolest parts of the whole story, was I told him I was willing to make a sales tape, mm. you know, at my my cost, and, you know, I would pay for it, and that's very normal and standard when selling shows, and he, what he told me was, he goes, make sure you keep this in mind. The number one show on Netflix is that 70s show. Yep. And from our point of view, the reason why it's the perfect show, it takes place in the 70s. Mm. So people who are in their 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s have nostalgia for the era, so they watch. But the cast is very young and hot. So young people, teenagers, 20-year-olds, and 30-year-olds also watch the show. So mm. keep that in mind when you make the tape. So we literally made the tape... We shot it at Blast from the Past, which is like basically 
quote unquote my I don't own it, but it's like I call it my home store. Mm-hmm. No offense, Billy. Uh, <laughs> it's my home. It's a little, it's it's a little more, a little more convenient. A little more convenient. No airplanes needed. Um, so, um, so we shot all the interviews there, nice. and we shot. And I wouldn't have done this had I not been told that that '70s show thing. We shot. Four-year-olds talking about Optimus Prime. Uh, we shot 60-year-olds talking about Optimus Prime. Mm-hmm. Did the same thing for Barbie. Same thing for G.I. Joe. Then we went to my house, and we turned my living room into a soundstage oh, where we literally, we had two, we call them C-stands, not to use high-tech lingo, <laughs> uh, but they're basically stands. Uh, and we hung uh, a giant piece of white butcher paper from in between. I mean, you've seen our living room. This yeah. is literally where we shot it. Wow. And we would just have people go into my collection room, which also used to be called my office. Uh, <laughs> every, everything is changing. And we would we had a t- spinning table. We put the toy there, go back to the office. To, to, and that's how we shot it. Nice. We edited it. We put a killer soundtrack on it. It opens with um, Transformia by... Um, uh, by what's his name? I'm uh, trying to remember. Help that me here. It's too. a rap know, song. No, no, no. It's a rap song. Oh. Um, I can transform. Yeah, I can transform. Oh, now I'm going to get sued. <laughs> um, and then it goes into the up. Superman theme um, from the the first of the new Superman movies by uh-huh. Hans Zimmer. Nice. And then it closes with like my favorite thing. A, uh, a a a unplugged version. I'm very proud of this. Uh, an un- unplugged version of No Carly Simon's Nobody Does It Better. better. Nice. And we have screwed. Have you seen it? No. I'm going to send it to you. Like. We've screened it a few times at a couple conventions and stuff or whatever, panels. Like, borderline, li- like, literally not a dry eye in the house. Brings the house Like, down. It, is, it, is, it is powerful. It's not when on you, the DVD, though. No, because of the music. Right. Oh, right, speaking right, of the right. DVD, yeah, six, coming see, out next way. month. Coming way. out next month. <laughs> when, you, when, you, uh, when you send Billy that video, can you CC me on that one? I'd like to that. <laughs> uh, next time you're in Burbank, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll screen it for you. Sounds good. Uh, you had mentioned something on there about uh, Vlix. Yes. All right. So for everybody, can you explain what it is? All right. So Vlix himself uh, is a very like a, a C string character uh, <laughs> from droids. Like like he's he like he never had his own plot line. I don't think like he was in a lot of episodes. I'd call him a B. Really? Character. All right. All right, but he was a very minor character. Right. And uh, I actually, you, you tell the, produ- the toy story. is Well, I'll, I'll set it up. He's basically the most, and everyone's going to be like, what about Boba Fett? Uh, rocket firing Boba Fett. Well, the truth of the matter is, Boba Fett, as, as, as Mark Belomo loves to say, never went to stores. It, it was always a prototype. Never went to stores. So Vlix is the rarest and most valuable uh, toy, Star Wars toy that went into production and went to stores, but there's a reason why it's very valuable and rare. Yeah, it's the only Kenner figure that was, well, it wasn't Kenner here, but it's kind of considered part of the Kenner line. It's released by a company called Glasslight in Brazil. Mm. Or, or as I have called it until I met Billy, Glasslight. Yeah, I just Glass learned Light. it. I, I just learned it. <laughs> The last celebration in Orlando that I had been pronouncing it wrong, allegedly. So it's glass leet for all those out there, not glass light. But uh, <laughs> yeah, he's the only licensed character that was never released in the U.S. And he only had distribution in Brazil. And he's 
you know, I'm ultra rare. Cu- I'm actually curious to because we've been to uh, have you guys been to Rancho Obi Wan? Yes. Okay. So, well, yeah, I know. I definitely know you have. Um, but uh, I want. Does he have that there? Yeah, you know? more has. more than one. Yeah. Holy cow. Gus Gus has a few. Um, we actually the one we show in the show. Oh, well, that's a great story. It's not in the show, but. It is in the DVD extras. Uh-huh. We had a five-minute section. Just the first cut of season one uh, was uh, almost three hours long. We had a five-minute. I became obsessed with flicks, <laughs> like obsessed. And just so you know, again, like I love toys, but I'm not a toy expert the way Billy and Rich are. I'd never heard of flicks, so. While making the show, I became obsessed with them. I still am. Like if you look at our pin, <laughs> Vlix tell. is our yep. our mascot. That's what I was say, but when we turned in the like I said, fucking borderline three hour cut to Netflix, uh, we have like truly one of the best execs I've ever had in my entire career covering the show at Netflix. A guy named Nat Gruley, who very similar to Captain Picard, uh, it, born in. Uh, England, raised in England, British voice, uh, but French. Uh, I just always love pointing that out. And, and by the way, Nat is also not a Star Trek fan at all, so he drives him. I think he finds it very peculiar. I keep referencing it. But anyway, <laughs> if, if you're listening, Nat, I, I, I can't stop talking about it. But anyway, so when we so we turned in the Star Wars, the Star Wars episode was the first episode we had a first cut on yeah. and the first episode we delivered to Netflix. So it was the – the funny thing and the gorgeous thing about Netflix is it's very hard to sell them a show. But once they buy it, they kind of leave you alone. Like, we were, like, <laughs> Imagine that. Like, we <laughs> and were, it's successful. <laughs> we, we were shooting and in the field, like, spending their money for, like, nine months. But, like, we're just spending money. And then we got uh, – we got we sent the cut in. Like, I mean, for all they know, we were, like, buying condos in, in Panama. <laughs> <laughs> so they so the first thing they get is this three hours like bananas. And by the way, when we sent in this almost three hours cut, I swear to God, I was ready to fight for two hours. Yeah. Like I was I was ready. And Nat sent an email saying, Hey, love it. Um obviously we gotta get it under an hour. Oh Lord. Um but <laughs> da da da. So I was so crestfallen when I saw that. I was like Hey, let's get on the phone. I really think it should be about two hours. Um, what just like what 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 were your you know what were your issues? And all he wrote back was, well, as one example, maybe we don't need five minutes on Vlicks. <laughs> <laughs> and again, part of the, you have to picture this British accent who has no Star Wars interest or right. love, and the fact that he had, like, he knew Vlix's name That's off the amazing. top of his head. Did you spend five amazing. minutes talking about it? So oh, time. it literally was five <laughs> minutes on Vlix. And by the way, I do believe Nat and or Netflix saved the show, yeah. because a two-hour version of the show, and every now and then people are like, oh, I would have loved a two-hour. No, you wouldn't have. Yeah. No, no, And if you had, there wouldn't have been more seasons. Right, so right. maybe only you would have liked it. And again, that's why there's DVDs. That's, that's right. why there's Blu-rays. Yeah. Is for the people that don't want a three-hour or a two-hour episode. But we have taken like on every show we have made since that email. Whenever I'm watching something that's too long, or there's a section of a show where you know I'm like, oh, this is boring. I'll be like, okay, this is a flicks. Or even now, the rest of the company, the editors and other people, they don't even know sometimes who Vlix is or what Vlix is. But our company, it's an internal thing for cut that. We don't need it. It'll be, oh, just that's a Vlix. Take it out. 
So I just want you to know the whole reason for us bringing this because you had mentioned up on the panel that you uh, you wanted to see if you could get to Vlix ten times and you just went over. <laughs> <laughs> you so, did it. So it, I did it. You so you didn't it. go over ten times in your panel, but you went over ten times well, here. It's so funny. Anyone, I, I did this Star Wars podcast. They, I don't know what anything is called anymore. This one had cameras, so maybe it wasn't of the Jedi Council. And if you read the comments. Like it was like positive, 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 positive. Stop talking about, about Ahsoka. Positive, oh, positive, really? positive. Really? Jesus, let it go about Ahsoka. Blah blah blah. So I, I don't want to be like the Vlicks guy either. So um, <laughs> really, you do you know the- that you may be driving the price up on Vlicks on by Vlicks popularizing. Right now, right now. Oh man, and I don't have one yet. <laughs> yeah. I don't have one yet. You probably have all of them. He's like, I wish I had a Vlicks. I really want a Vlicks, and he just keeps mentioning it, and he gets no. all the. It's like no, I, I wish I was like, that. Uh, it's like, like insider trading for toys. <laughs> yeah. The only time I've done that, the only time I did it, and I, it was an accident. Well, there was one accident and one purpose. The accident was, uh, luckily, so I was not into He-Man at all. Uh, and uh, luckily, before season one came out, I got my Moss Man and Skunkor. Stinkor. 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 Yeah, I think I guess that. I'm not. I love toys. I'm not a toy expert. Um, But they, uh, and and, like, I bought them for like six bucks each. I mean, one of those go, and they were like good. Very, not carded, but what what do they go for now? Uh, Those guys have been going up a lot recently. I mean, if they're super mint, you know, like maybe 35 bucks, like an ultra nice one. They're 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 not they're mint they're not super mint so so I got that but the one thing I did do for like because I had seen after season one everything start changing price wise I bought that ridiculous Enterprise fan Ooh. where it's uh, do you remember it in the episode yeah. the saucer section of the Enterprise has yeah. a fan yeah. so I bought one of those a I thought it was the greatest thing ever and I had not been aware of it previously but. Um, I was like, you know, I can get it for 80. I think I paid 80. Like, get it for 80. It's going to be 200 in a year or something like that. I could be wrong. Maybe it went down. But that's the only time I've done it. We'll know when toys start going down, when the toys that made us start doing really centric toys, like this one specific toy is like, Two hours long, and he's trying to drive the price up on it. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "Oh, you have that in your collection, don't you?" He's like, "Oh, maybe." <laughs> okay, so um, I know we're kind of running out of time here, but I have, I do have a question about the show. Um, have you guys ever considered, you know, let's say you have a season four and beyond, have you ever considered doing an entire show on toys that kind of like were one hit wonders? You know, like a like Mask or Clash of the Titans or, or Dino Riders six. or Bionic Six or something like that. Silverhawks. Only, I believe, and again, this is why it's always good and bad to have Billy here. <laughs> so correct me if I'm wrong. All the toys you just mentioned, I believe only Mask had a second line. Or like mm. everyone else really was a one hit. Yeah. No, but, Dino Riders did Dino Riders. Oh, there was. Dino right. That is true. That's a super bizarre yeah. toy. Yeah. Um, I would love to... Um, and it would just literally be about Netflix if they, you know, these are not cheap episodes to make. Like, no, this is no. not a cheap show. It's a reasonably expensive it's a show. production value. Uh, well, thank you. But it's also stuff you don't see. Like, if there's anything I'm super duper proud of is, like, we don't get dozens, let alone hundreds or thousands of e- emails and IMs saying, that was wrong. You did it. Like... The fact that we could do such an in-depth show and not have people who are like dedicated their lives to He-Man 
or, 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 or Hello Kitty or Barbie tell us you're wrong. Like, that costs lots of money. Like, we have experts on top yeah. of experts on top of experts, like this guy here, uh, making sure. So that's not cheap either. Anyway, back to the question. Um, I want to. I don't know. I feel like we have eight episodes left that if there's a season four and five, we really need, like, there has to be a Hot Wheels episode. Right. There has well, to be yeah, a Nerf yeah. episode. Absolutely. There has to be a Dungeons and Dragons episode. And there's a bunch like that. So if Netflix at some point is like, listen, this is such a hit. We're so proud of it. Go crazy. Yes, we would do one hit wonders. And the thing I really want to do is a whole episode called The Toys That Should Have Not Been Made, the focal oh, point, which yes. would have been LJN's Dune, uh, oh, uh, which I man. also have become obsessed, obsessed with. with. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That'd be pretty amazing. <laughs> uh, really Wait, quick. I have a quick question here. Did oh, yeah. you direct the Dune homage in The Toys That Made Us? Uh, uh, yes. Yes. I mean, yes. Okay, so I saw that. I was, I was like, Brian had to have directed this. <laughs> any, any, anything that you see uh, on stuff like that is like the, the thing I'm the most proud, not the most, but one of the things I'm extremely proud of is like if you watch the Star Trek episode, like there are two things in there that I have wanted to do my entire career. One of which is, I don't know if you remember or not, but the opening of the Star Trek episode is literally an homage some of it, well, you know what? I'm not going to get sued. I'll call it an homage. It's an homage <laughs> to Star Trek Three. So if you remember how Star mm-hmm. Trek Three opens, it's a little blue square Star. that gets bigger and bigger and bigger, showing the final scene from Star Trek Two. Yep. So we that's how start that's how the Star Trek episode opens is with that exact same thing. So to your point, like. There were little things that were ve- like in the Star Wars episode. Now that I, you know me a little better, yeah, a lot of Ahsoka. Like, like so. There, like, whenever it was like, like George Lucas was sad, or but you see Ahsoka walking down the the Jedi Temple after she resigned. Like, so there's a lot of that. But to your Hulk point, music. yes, all the the Dune stuff was me being like, you know, we could put a Dune thing there. Oh, you know what? We could pop a Dune thing there. Yeah. So that's like so. your JJ's got the lens, the lens, well, the lens flare going on. Well, no, I would say JJ has the um, the Kelvin. I, 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 I got I got the Dune. John Woo's got the the pigeons the or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. Three sixty shots and uh, was that Michael Bay and the sunrises and all that. Right, uh, Billy. Besides Star Wars, what else is what is this big for you for collecting wise? What was uh, what's another thing that you're really passionate about collecting? Uh, LJN Dungeons and Dragons. Okay. Well, Dungeons and Dragons in general, but if yeah. you're going toys, and obviously LJN made those toys. And yeah. That's something. That Were you a big fan of the cartoon? Yeah, I absolutely love the cartoon. Scared the crap out of me as a kid, and I still watch it. Yeah. <laughs> Any like fantasy bullshit from the 70s or yeah. 80s, like the more ridiculous it is, the more I love it. Like Thundar. Oh is yeah, yeah, yeah. Favorite, but unfortunately they made almost nothing, nothing. for that show. Yeah, yeah. What? Well, uh, I forgot what I was going to say. I forgot. It has something to do with uh, when you said Thunder, it just took me back and completely lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> like you messed him up. I messed it completely messed up because I haven't heard th- not a lot of people bring up Thunder in a normal conversation. So <laughs> to hear that name, I'm like, oh my god, I remember that. So yeah, and that kind of predated He Man. It was like the sword and sorcery yeah. slash sci fi mashup. Was that the one with the with the that furry slash? His name is Ukla the Mock. With that shot the thing up? <laughs> that shot the thing through its nose, right? No, wait, what? Shooting shit through its nose? Or like, it was, uh, it was it was a big beast, right? That they rode? That Thunder rode? 
You're thinking of Herculoids. Am I? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, they they, look, another they look similar because Alex Toth did the main character designs for both for series. For both. Oh, no shit. Yeah. I did not know that. Nice. And on Thundar, actually, Jack Kirby did all the background character designs. So that's like two oh, of the greatest way. you know, <laughs> artists of... That, that genre of oh, all yeah. time Hell working yeah. on one show together. So we're gonna get we're gonna get to the big finish. You've already done it, but we're gonna do it again. All right. Um, <laughs> before we go, anything you guys want to plug for the rest of the year, 2019, Billy? I definitely want you to plug your store. The the main thing I want to the little thing I want to plug is the the DVD. It's coming out next month. We're gonna announce it officially next week. Uh, it has a a fair amount of bonus stuff, so please buy it. It's pretty cool. Um, but the main thing I always like to plug. Whenever I'm asked to plug, or is there anything we haven't asked, is, you know, I understand that a team of 40 people can't do a podcast in Chicago <laughs> while it's snowing, but this is a team effort show, like, the likes of which I've never seen. It is the greatest crew, the greatest everything I've ever worked with, so I just always want to give everybody a shout out. Um, there's one guy I didn't like. We fired him. Other than that guy, everyone, everyone, A plus, awesome, and it's. It, I always like to mention it. This was a, a, as motherfucking a team effort as there's ever been. That's awesome. Well, I, I think Brian already plugged my store enough here. But uh... by the way, can I interrupt and do one more hype? Go one more. Place. Billy's basement would be as good as like if you could take his basement and put it in Chicago, it would be the best toy store in Chicago. Like at that's his home, gonna, like wow. that's oh, is that okay to say? Is that bad? Yeah, I don't know. We just can't say that. We just probably shouldn't. We probably shouldn't give it. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so I'll shut up. I'm the, the worst place, hype man. But the place that you can visit. Yeah, the, I'm the worst hype man. Yeah, I do have a store in downtown Portland, and you know, I always love when people come say hi. What's but the name I'll, of that store? That is Billy Galaxy Vintage Toys and Collectibles. Excellent. 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 Well, we'll definitely stop by there. All right, we're we're going to try to move through this because we got we got we got five minutes left. So we do the big finish, Brian. You've already done this. It's three questions that everybody who's ever been interviewed at we we ask them so that it's interesting to see what different kind of answers we get. So we're going to ask both of you this question, Billy. You go first. Uh, PJ, go ahead with the first question. Okay. So first question: uh, all time favorite character could be from any genre. Thundar. Thundar. Okay. So what kind of birthday gift would you give Thundar? Stumped him. Herculoids. <laughs> he would probably love the Herculoids. They would get along great. I mean, you know, I don't know. Maybe like uh, <coughs> the gift of reading. <laughs> well, he is illiterate in the show. He has well, some real problems with words. <laughs> gift of literacy. So hooked on phonics. Got yeah, it. Yeah, got it. <laughs> Brian, uh, same question. Favorite character all oh, time. Oh, uh, Captain Kirk. Captain Kirk. Um, oh, I'd like going second. But, <laughs> <laughs> Get to Captain thinking. Kirk. Uh, if Captain Kirk was your spouse, what would you complain the most about them? Uh, he's kind of got an ego. If I <laughs> get a little annoying. <laughs> what happened right. to the birthday qu- question? Right there? No, no, no. I had a oh, great answer to that. that. No, no, oh, you're that's, that's oh, okay, what birthday? What, what Romulan birthday? ale. Hey, that, that's <laughs> you good. know this stuff is illegal. <laughs> All right, Billy, what uh, what TV show are you watching right now that you have to watch? You DVR it. You have to watch it every every week. Or even a Netflix show. Any, any show that you just Don't have to watch. Don't steal mine. Don't steal mine, Billy. Did I watch every week? 
Yeah, I don't, you, I don't have time to just watch a go-to, any show every Just a go-to show that, yeah. you wanna watch, that you're trying to watch right now. I mean, honestly, the only go-to shows I watch are shows that I've watched repeatedly for years, and they help me fall asleep at night. Yeah. That's the only time I have to watch it. So. Like Law & Order. <laughs> like Dune. I watch Dune over and over because I've Great seen movie. it so many times. Same with any of the Star Wars trilogy, but particularly Empire Strikes Back. It's extremely oh, yeah, comforting because I'm so familiar with it, and that's... You know, kind of my thing. It's just things I've seen repeatedly in love, and I just go to over and over. What was the main character's name in Dune? The the guy who had the pow- the killing voice or killing Paul name? Atreides. Paul Atreides. Is that the, the main Kwisatz guy? Hatterach? Whatever his name is. <laughs> <laughs> the question only works if we know the name. Yeah, I know. But whatever his name is, would he prefer Kit, Airwolf, or Street Hawk? Wait, are we talking about Paul Atreides or me? Paul Trades. Paul Trades. Oh, because I personally would definitely prefer Street Hawk. Yeah. <laughs> um, Good Paul. Nice. I would say that uh, Paul Atreides would probably have to go Kit, because maybe there's some sentience there. As uh, okay. Oh, nice. I can see that. That's a nice one. Good uh, Brian, same question. Uh, and TV show you have to watch right now. The Expanse, The Expanse, The Expanse. Oh, that's a good show. Yeah, I, I don't know why it's not more pop, like bigger. Hopefully, now that it's on Amazon, it will be. But my God, that's a great show. I watched it on Brian's recommendation, and it was it was fun. What's, who's the, what's the main character's name on that show? Uh, Ahsoka. Yeah, because I'm. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I, uh, I am not. I am not great with names, I'm, I'm and I, he's my least favorite character. So uh, there's a uh, there's a there's a Martian Marine. And there's a UN. This is the worst title ever for a character, <laughs> except for whatever Krennic's name is in Rogue One. That's what. I, what's that? What is director, he? Director. Director. Krennic. Director. Krennic. I think it's even worse than that. No, it's, it's Director like, Krennic. <laughs> anyway, there's That's this. Badass. There's my favorite character on Expanse. I don't know her name, but her her title is like Undersecretary Deputy. It's the worst title ever, but she's Deputy my favorite. Undersecretary. Is that it? Yes. You're really good with the names and stuff. It's amazing. <laughs> I'm terrible. I have no idea what anybody's name is in that show. But that is. One of the best characters in any show ever. Yeah, but if I had been asked a Dune question, the lead, I've been like a uh, Paul. Uh, Paul. <laughs> I would have been stuck there. Well, well, let's, go back, let's go back to Ahsoka then, because yeah. that would be more interesting. If Ahsoka was on Friends, who would she be dating? Jesus. Chandler, Again, Joey. I'd have to say uh, Matt LeBlanc. I really would. Joey. So Joey. Joey. Yeah, because like, opposites really do attract. She's, uh, you know, she's <laughs> an awesome, <laughs> badass warrior, right, but... Right. She probably wants to have a little fun when she's not, you know, cutting Sith in half. So I, I'd go, Ross is so annoying. And Chandler's actually more annoying than Ross. And Joey, God, God love him. Uh, yeah, so I, I'd go with Joey. All right, last question. Uh, top three movies of all time. Billy, go. Oh, shit. Um, Empire the- Strikes Back. Okay. And you, and you don't have to say Star Wars just because we're at Celebration. No, no, no. That's, a, that's a Star Wars film. Um Oh my god! Can you name one? I'm thinking of the other two. Well, I I am actually going to remove Star Wars and Star Trek from the list because to me those are like one is like the thing that changed my life. The other is a borderline code of conduct that I follow. I like so it. my favorite movie of all time is There Will Be Blood, um, oh, and goodness. and you could not have you know, no lasers in that movie. No. Um, so that's my favorite Daniel movie of Daniel all Lewis. time. Uh, and then I would go with Aliens, and then I would go with, um, I mean, not to be cliched, uh, but uh, it would probably have to be Terminator 1. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Nice. The other two, Billy? Uh, Porco Rosso, I think. 
I've never heard no that idea one. What that no, was. Nor have I. <laughs> Studio Ghibli. It's a Hayao Miyazaki. Oh, film. okay. I mean, I'll have to look it up, but I love Miyazaki. I mean, I'm just surprised I don't know that one. I don't Crimson know. Pig, I guess, would be the English name, but it's most. Oh, okay. It's See, now that I'm more familiar with. Um, and God, I wasn't prepared for that one. God, it requires too much thought. Um, <laughs> it's hard to narrow it down. Sometimes it rotates. Yeah. Sometimes it rotates with age. It does. Really you know? It does. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I would say Amelie is. Amelie's fantastic. Great French A plus movie. All right, Excellent. we're going to end it now. Uh, Brian, you probably already know this, but the last time we, we tried to get this done, the last two times or four times or 50 times. <laughs> Six times. <laughs> at the end, of the, at, we always, in an interview, uh, Billy, I apologize in advance. We didn't know we were getting you on the yeah. show. Um, but we always give a gift, and normally it's always a stick figure, but this time, because we're face-to-face, oh, we get to give it to you in oh. person. Oh. So, um, so because we tried to make you record with us, I find it. Because we tried to make you uh, hey! record with us during the fires, we thought we'd give you a shirt for that. Let me uh, see So this. we'll give you a shirt. And it's got stuff on the I back. I love this. This is great. On the back. It's not a button, but it's a shirt. Hey, you can still wear it. So that's for oh, that's shit. for risking your life to, to podcast with us, even though we didn't get it on the air. <laughs> and and, and um, what's the 22? The tw- oh, the 22 is the day your show debuted on Netflix. Uh, the toys that made us. I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Thank I love this. So th- yeah, you, this will, you will see me wear this prominently. Nice. Sweet. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So more officially, this is your, your stick figure. Gift. And we specifically oh made it God. this way because you have all of your guests on your show do the same thing. So we thought it'd be cool to have you. Do the same thing for us. Wow. So, obviously, oh it's a God. podcast, so you're going to have to describe what's going on here. This is beautiful. This is, uh, this is, this is, this is spectacular. Thank you. Oh, my God. Uh, it's a stick figure of me. Uh, one of my arms is Optimus Prime. I have, I believe my feet are Barbie-esque. Yep. Uh, I have a lightsaber uh, that's Star Wars, obviously. There's a sword. Uh... Uh, what uh, what's is that? He Man. The sword is uh, Storm Shadow. Storm Shadow. That was actually my first guess yeah. that I moved to second. <laughs> Starfleet Command signature signal on. Um, oh, so this is season one, so I don't have to look for Hello Kitty anywhere. No. no. Okay. I love this. I love this. This is called folk art. That's right. That's what they call this. There's a name for this. This it's, is beautiful. It's, it's very folky. Thank you. I love this. So wow. Brian, thanks again for coming on. Billy, thank you Billy, so much on you. short notice yeah. for coming on. Thank um, you for having me. Really appreciate it. That was my bad. I, apologize. I did not communicate. I thought you wanted the whole show, the whole panel. So oh, no, 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 no. That's okay. <laughs> we, we wanted Sorry. Billy anyway beforehand. So we actually had talked to Billy after your panel to try to get Billy on. So, so this worked out, really, it worked out really yeah, well. Kill two birds with one stone. Efficiency. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I love this. Right. Thank you. I love Thank this Thank you guys shirt. so much. Again, we got Billy Galaxy. This is Brian Vokes Weiss. Uh, Toys That Made Us Season 3 coming out eventually. Uh, <laughs> season 1 and 2 on DVD. Oh, and a big surprise will be announced at some point in the near future. We got a big surprise Ooh. between now and the end of the okay, year. I can't you have wait a riddle? Do you have a riddle? Um, it's related to the Toys That Made Us. Awesome. Maybe they're going to come out with I was already figures. guessing that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that was episode 187 of Chew on This, a Nerd United podcast. I'm BJ. 188, Vic. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Are you serious? Yeah, that's all right. Well, that was episode 188 of Chew Woo! on This, a Nerd United podcast. I'm BJ. Vic. Until next time, folks, chew on that. Later. I'm not deleting that. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>